Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Nancy Jamison. And I'm Bill Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, baby. Hello, baby. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hello, <laughs> baby. No, that was supposed to be German. Hello, baby. Oh, no, I can't say this in German. <laughs> I can't the say The only it. German that I know is Bachschnell. Hello, baby. We're good still. Okay. That's like, how you doing? Okay. <laughs> okay, so my Bachschnell means shut up. Oh. <laughs> So I don't want to say that to you. The one, uh, the other, the one Russian word I know, total show, which means very good. Oh, okay. Total show. We are multicultural today here <laughs> on the Sex Money Real Estate Podcast and a little goofy. <laughs> so if you're wondering or not, you are in the best place for you right now if you're interested in all things sex, money, and real estate and just really creating joyous, abundant, mature relationships. So thank you so much for being here, Jam Fam. We appreciate you. We love you. We honor you. And uh, you know, we start off every episode with magic. And you magic. Mean, you mean that ability to influence self, others, and life in an empowering way? Yes. That kind of magic? That magic. Yes. Because when you focus on magic, then many more magical moments are created in your life, what you focus on expands. So we love sharing magical moments. So that's why we start off every show, sets the stage and intention for a very empowering conversation. And uh, what is your magic for today, love? Well, I'm going to go with, I have lots of magic, and I'm going to go with mm -hmm. uh, our uh, our own intentions mm -hmm. last week, week and a half, something like that. Uh, as everybody, our, our longtime listeners know, we, uh, Nancy and I have a orgasmic meditation every Monday that is, um, you know, we, 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 it's production focused, it's business focused. And, uh, I mean, there's some personal stuff in there too. Some, um, you know, some, some great intentions for sure. But, mm -hmm. you know, we all, we focus also on, uh, coaching clients, buyers, sellers, closings, that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's podcast really, it reviews, downloads, yep, any, any of those things. Five star reviews, mind yes, you. Yes. And, um, you know, our, our own intentions over the last couple of weeks have, uh, have helped to create, um, some referrals for us. A lot. Yeah. We have, we had two listing referrals and, and you've actually already gone on those listing appointments and yep. signed uh, contracts, and signed contracts yep. and two buyer referrals and then an outbound referral to, uh, Anchorage, Alaska, mm -hmm. which is awesome. And yes. a coaching client referral too. And a coaching client referral. Yeah. So all amazing, uh, productivity type of, uh, things coming up for sure. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm yep. excited. It is. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a, it's a fabulous Example and testament to us utilizing the sexual energy to power our business and our life and and all of our wheels. And so it's super important to connect those dots, those those results with uh, with the OM intentions or with sexual intentions just in general. So that's uh, that's beautiful magic. Thank I you. Appreciate it. I bet you you have some magic too. I do. What you I got? have some magic. Tell us about that. All right, so 
My birthday was on Tuesday. You don't say. And um, it's your birthday month. It is true. My actual birthday was on Tuesday, which is oh, the nineteenth. And so it's been a glorious, a glorious week for sure, and it's and it's still continuing. I really appreciate all of the phone calls and text messages and Facebook messages and videos and songs and gifts and flowers, and it's just, it's so humbling, and I really appreciate my connection with all of the people that I know. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it says something when your high school, one of your high school boyfriends <laughs> reaches out to you and says, Hey, happy birthday. And I just, I just really appreciate the healing around all of those conversations. And so it's been amazing. It's been really amazing. Mm. I had, you know, the, the boys and you came out in all of your glory and balloons and again, flowers and breakfast and all kinds of stuff. So candles. Just really beautiful things, really beautiful. So I feel very loved, very full, very abundant. Um, and yeah, it's just very blessed and favored for sure. So, nice. and then within all of that, we had a music video. That's right. Shot at our house. Like one of the scenes of their music video was shot at our house on Tuesday afternoon. So in the midst of the birthday celebration, there's cameras and lighting and makeup artists and A musicians and, yeah. and, <laughs> and extras and, you know, and all kinds of stuff. So Bill and I are in a music video. The band is called 3D The Boss. My hair they, is pink. Your hair is not pink. Oh, no, it's not. That's the other video. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so it was, it was super fun. It was just really beautiful to have all of that energy in our house. And man, they were in and they were out. Like they came in. So well orchestrated, right? <laughs> and it was like effective, you know, shot, 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 shot. And then they were out. And then... Like how we, many scenes do you think they filmed? One, two... I mean, it was three, four, at least four at or least. five scenes. Yeah. And, and I mean, it couldn't have taken more than a couple hours. No, because we were out and then we went out and had, uh, we went to um, Mexican for dinner for yes, my birthday dinner. So delicious. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a whirlwind for sure. And I just, it, it was just so great. It was so great. So we took some footage and uh, so it'll be up on our Instagram if you guys want to take a peek at it. So at sex money real estate on, uh, on Instagram. Yeah, it was so cool. It was mm -hmm. so much fun. It was so much fun. And then, you know, the you know the funny part was the, uh, you know, the neighbors. You know, all the equipment going in and out of the house <laughs> and doors open, and you know, just <laughs> all the neighbors. You know, with that little crooked, cocked, like, oh, you know, neck. You're like, yeah, what's going on over here, guys? Uh -huh. What's going on? Yeah, it was really awesome. Cool. It was fun. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you You're very welcome. much for honoring me. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. My pleasure. All right, so uh, let's dig into uh, the meat of it, shall we? Mm -hmm. What are we uh, What are we talking about today, baby? So we're talking about rock bottom, and like, do you have to hit rock bottom? Is really the question. Like, why do you choose to hit rock bottom? And if you choose to hit rock bottom, what are the lessons out of hitting rock bottom? Mm. So maybe, uh, maybe first off, what is rock bottom? Like what would you what would you classify rock bottom as? Oof, man, rock bottom. That is uh, what is rock bottom? That is like the ego in full, um, full flight, full puffed up, chest out, and not hearing anything else but what uh, what makes uh, make what makes you right at the time. 
mm. you know, and uh, and yet hmm. nothing, quote unquote, is uh, working out for you, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I, I would say that rock bottom is when you get into that blame thing that's so great that uh, everything is outside of you. Everything is outside of you. The, uh, you know, the blame, uh, the finger pointing, um, you know, everything has happened to you mm. and uh, you are not in responsibility of any of it. Mm. Rock bottom. Okay. How about you? Anything else come up for you around it? I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I feel like hitting rock bottom is definitely a choice or, mm. and sometimes it's an experience that you naturally want to go through. You mm-hmm. know, like maybe you want to experience rock bottom secretly in the unconscious part of you that you think or maybe hopes will propel you into action of some sort or jog you and jostle you so much that you catapult out of that egoic mindset, mm. if you will. So if if you hit rock bottom, it's like, whew, you know, okay, cool. <laughs> Here I am. And then now what? So it, it is interesting. I do feel it's a choice. I remember having a coaching client conversation not too long ago. And I said to her, I'm like, you know, you don't have to hit rock bottom in order to experience what rock bottom feels like. Mm. And so she was, she had no transactions Mm -hmm. under contract. She had no clients, nothing. Like nothing was in the pipeline. Nothing was under contract, nothing. Mm. And had no closings for a couple of months now. And then, so she's, you know, she had her, her emergency fund, if you will, and like, you know, a couple of months stashed away, but she was like, look, you know, I'm, I'm behind in my bills and, and all of those things. I mean, you know, I'm sure anybody who's been commission check to commission check or paycheck to paycheck has experience in this and like can really get with what I'm saying. But I said, you know, just, just sit with it for a second, like really sit in the feeling of hitting rock bottom. Like what has to happen for you to feel like you've hit rock bottom? Okay, well, you know, I get evicted or my lights get shut off or um, I can't use my credit cards or I have no money in my bank account and then it's, or I'm living in my car. And so she started really going down this path and like really getting into the feeling of all of these things. And then she uh, she was like, oh yeah, no, I don't want to experience that. And so she decided not to experience it, but she mm-hmm. got into the feeling or the emotion of hitting rock bottom, and I'm air quoting here, without ever having to feel or be at rock bottom. So you're saying you don't have to hit rock bottom, yet you need to identify what rock bottom is. Yeah, I think I think that there's that is definitely something that you can that that is an exercise that you can put yourself into to stop the momentum of actually hitting rock mm. bottom. You know, and I remember going through an exercise with, um, this is years ago, with um, James Ray. What was James Arthur Ray? Is that what James Ray, yeah, James Arthur name? Ray, yep. So mm-hmm. his, so there was a, he had an exercise, and you can Google him. He's a, he's a you know, um, a motivational guy. But he had an exercise and it was the lady around experiencing like, like going through a foreclosure. Mm -hmm. And so he took her through what it would be like to go through a foreclosure and like what would happen. And then ultimately she didn't need to go through the foreclosure. Right. To 
have an understanding of what it was like to go through the foreclosure. To, to create the feelings of, yeah. of the foreclosure without going through the foreclosure. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful visualization for sure. So that's what I, that's what I think about it. And, you know, if I'm going to think about personal experiences and relate it back to me, the most, well, there's two, <laughs> there's two things for me. There's mm-hmm. one, you know, about, I guess about a year and a half ago, I was going through doctor's appointments and, and OBGYNs and I had a lot of extra bleeding. Like I was bleeding for six weeks straight. Right. You know, I thought I just, you know, I'm this menstruation cycle is going crazy. And so there was definitely doctors and biopsies and all different kinds of appointments and, and that kind of stuff. And then ultimately what was discovered was that they had recommended, well, there was precancerous cells on my cervix and they wanted to remove half of my cervix. And I was like, oh, hell no. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, I don't, I personally, it's, it's, I personally don't want to have any surgery or anything removed on my body and prefer to at least have the ability to heal it myself first <clears throat> energetically and or with lifestyle or exercise or consciousness habits and mindsets and, and those types of things. And so I remember distinctly being on the treadmill at the Y and you were on the right and Lucas was on the left and we were all running and Rex was in karate and I, and you know, I'm going through this, this moment of like, Oh my gosh, I created cancer. And it was really like this poor me moment, like just poor me. And I feel like I was listening to Tony Robbins or Joe Dis, uh, Dispenza or somebody on my headset and, it, and I paused it and I looked up, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, which is um, the metaphysical, um, the metaphysical, the, well, the, phys, the metaphysical starts of the physical condition. So in other words, I looked up cancer and the metaphysical side of that was resentment. Mm. And so if I can get into the feelings of resentment, I'm like, whoa, you know, where, where is resentment showing up in my life? Like really, where is resentment so hardcore that it creates and manifests as precancerous cells in my body? And that was like really profound. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm creating this, like I'm creating this. So in that moment, I said, I'm creating cancer. Like it was, like we were in it for, I was in it for at least a week. And then I just had that moment. It was like, oh, like I'm creating this, which means that I can also create healing. Mm. I can create other choices. I can create other um, outcomes and consequences. And I, oh, I can heal this thing. And so it really gained, it gained momentum in the other way. So and you like changed your conversation. The, the pendulum it. swung mm-hmm. in essence. Yep. So I was in that downward spiral, spiral. I was, you know, going down the road of, okay, well, if I do need a surgery or if I do need, how long am I going to be out and who's going to, and we need to adjust this on the wheels and blah, 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 like all of this stuff, like just the whole conversation. And, um, and then it, it created awareness. Like it just really created awareness. And I feel like that's, that was the realization point in which, you know, again, we say awareness is the key to change. And so Mm. the awareness all of a sudden swung the pendulum in the other way and it created a possibility for different things for, for a different outcome to your point. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that was a lot of reflection and a lot of, um, inter, Introspect. Uh, what would be the introspection. word? Introspection. In, introspection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, 
Um, and then it was also self-awareness. It would, you know, back to the resentment piece, it's like self-awareness, like where am I in the dark? Where am I in denial around things? Where am I, where am I moving from that is totally disempowering and a power loss and creating all of these external circumstances and manifesting? Mm-hmm. Like I, that's a lot of, it's a lot of self-awareness. It was, it was a lot of self-awareness. And that's yeah. a pretty high level of, of awareness, you know, to, to, you know, so, I mean, is kudos to you for being able to, to go there and go deep and go deep and wide on the whole thing, you know, and, um, for other context around rock bottom, I think we could also go to, uh, at least for me, we could go to our, um, you know, we did an episode on this. We did, um, our bankruptcy mm-hmm. and that was rock bottom. That was a little more, I think there was just a lot of denial. You know, that's what I was thinking about when we were talking in the beginning, like, you know, do you, um, can you be at rock bottom and be in denial? And, uh, I'm going to say now that, you know, we're starting to talk about this and the, the wheels are turning, I'm going to say yes. You know, you can be at rock bottom and be in denial and, uh, uh, about it. And I mean, I guess it seems obvious, but it didn't seem obvious to me at, in, in the beginning because, you know, I mean, we just, we weren't, we were, I wasn't, let me speak for myself. I wasn't looking at our credit cards. I wasn't looking at our income. I wasn't looking at, you know, the closings or, you know, coming in or that weren't coming in, uh, as much, you know, uh, just in denial. It was just a big, you know, I thought there was so many other things going on that, and whatever. So, um, that was a big rock bottom time for, for me. That was back in. Oh, nine. 2009. And we did an episode on that. So yeah. Go check that out and listen to all of those lovely lessons that we learned from yeah. <laughs> from from that. And so I think that's when we started actually listening to um, not Joe Dispenza, but uh, who's the other Dave guy? Ramsey. D- Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey around yeah. financial peace. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then and you know, just increasing group. money habits and, mm-hmm. and and those types of things. But that's that's the self awareness piece. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to become. Well, you don't have to do anything, but we choose to become self aware of our stories that we're telling ourselves that aren't true or the beliefs that we still hold that will not allow us to move into the next iteration of whatever it is that we're playing for. I mean, you know, you and I say all the time, like we're playing for greatness. Well, our version of greatness is different than somebody else's version of greatness. And yet like our version of greatness, like as an example of that, you know, we are playing to live 125 years plus. And so what are the habits, patterns, beliefs, paradigms that we can imbue Mm -hmm. that will allow us to have that sustainability? And so again, that's the self-awareness. So the same things that got us to this point, habits, patterns, paradigms, beliefs are not going to take us to 125. So it's, it's an opportunity to shed those. And then really... It's, well, it's just saying thank you for mm-hmm. them, you know, and once the, once the awareness, the self-awareness happens, I feel like at that point, the healing begins. So there's, there's the realization of it, there's the reflection of it, and then those thoughts and things come into consciousness, like truly come into consciousness when it's like, oh man, like I have been doing this. And then at that point, like I feel like that point is the healing point. And then at that point, you can start taking responsibility for your choices. That is taking responsibility. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. 
yeah, you see the consequences for your choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then to your point, you know, like being on the treadmill and going a little bit deeper, uh, you look for that new perspective. Yeah. You know, and the new perspective can be when you hit rock bottom, like we said, or it can be the new perspective can be imagining or visualizing what the rock bottom would be. So you don't actually have to go there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, visual visualization mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's everything, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, you know, with that first per- fresh perspective, you know, we, I mean, we looked at Dave Ramsey for the bank bankruptcy. Uh, you looked at w- different ways that you could heal yourself. Um, you know, there's probably the biggest thing is that, you know, to get that fresh perspective is to get help. Yeah. And we questioned everything, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, we questioned all of it. So if it's related to the heat, like regardless of what healing it is. And so it's, it's asking questions, it's gaining support, it's reading, it's, you know, talking to specialists, it's, all of it. I yeah, mean, it's I mean, just you, so you much. Look at, I mean, because, <laughs> so you know, the environments that you're in, you mm-hmm. know, whether whether it's your friends or your family or your living space or your workspace. I mean, like you said, question everything. Mm-hmm. And get into those cracks and crevices also, because that was really the thing too. Like there's, there, there's a, it's, it's so uh, humbling and confronting when there's a realization that, you know, I, so I'm questioning my motives. Like, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. Like, why would I, why would I create cancer? Mm-hmm. Like, what would be the point of that? Mm-hmm. And so it's, that's confronting because not only are you taking responsibility for it, you realize that, that I am the creator of those things. And so it's, uh, it's just an opportunity. It's an opportunity to like really look at the, the, the lies and the secrets and the stories and all of those things that, that you're telling yourself. And then frankly, it's at that point where I feel like you've taken responsibility. Then the trust begins, you know, like the, like you can, you can step into that space where it's a trusting space where, go ahead. Well, before you get into the trusting space, I want to, I just kind of want to outline, you know, what, some ways to look at or a way to look at some of the responsibility that you're taking in your life. Okay. You know, you can look at, um, you know, what we call, you know, the, the five wheels, mm-hmm. right? So you can look at your, um, you can look at your spiritual wheel, your emotional wheel, uh, your physical, uh, mental, and emotional and emotional wheels mm-hmm. yeah and, you know and, and rate yourself like from one to ten how am i right now emotionally from you know one to ten ten being the greatest the know? highest level of maturity yeah yeah highest yeah. level of maturity yeah. stabilization centered you mm-hmm. know the whole thing and you know if you're rating yourself uh you know a three or four out of ten you know you may want to ask yourself what would it take to move myself to a four or five out of ten mm-hmm. you know and then pick one thing mm-hmm. you know one habit one habit yeah right because, you know, ultimately it's your habits that got you to where you are now. Yeah. And well, and, the, and holding myself accountable or the accountability structures in mm-hmm. place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or not in place. Right. <laughs> you know, and, you know, some of those habits will will fuel you or not fuel you to your, to your lowest standard. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're looking for ways to raise your standard, you may be looking for ways to... Uh, to evolve or change your habits as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and increase your accountability. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting you asked that question because as soon as you asked that question, how would you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest? Mm-hmm. That's the very thing that I ask my listing 
um, in my pre-listing qualifications. It's like, how would you rate your house on a scale of one to ten? Right. Oh, it's an eight. Okay, cool. Well, what would take it? What would take it to a nine? Mm-hmm. Tell me what would take it to a nine. So it's the same. In essence, it's the same. It's the same thought process as well, and yes. just just moving yourself up. You know, increasing, adding to your life. Is this? It, and I feel like when we did an episode on power of choice, that was the question too. Is this, is this habit adding to my life or is this habit subtracting to right. my life? And you know, it's, it's, um, I, I, I'm sure that we've used this analogy before on this podcast, but you know, it's like steering a boat, uh, you know, one degree, uh, if you know, if you're, if you're heading a certain direction and you're off by one degree in the beginning, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not a lot, it's not a lot, but over time and over distance, that one degree can be have an amazing effect, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're you're gonna end up in Iceland instead of Africa, right? Right, <laughs> but you know, on the other side of things, um, you know, just you don't have to like move mountains to get out of rock bottom. Mm-hmm. All you got to do yeah. is is shift things a, a one habit choice. one one degree or one choice or one conversation and and see and one conversation and see where that takes you, mm-hmm. Africa or Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So, and that's, and that's that begins all, the trust, right? Yeah. Trusting yourself, trusting yep. life, knowing that, uh, uh, the universe has your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel it's also by asking those questions and again, really being open to receiving the answers that it's creates an emotional strength, like mm-hmm. an internal emotional strength that I can support myself. And, oh, I created this. That means that I can heal this too. Totally. And like that resolve, that, that, that resolve, that, that decision that like, oh yeah, hell no. Like, I mean, decide, decide is to cut off all possibilities, you know, suicide, decide, homicide, genocide, like it's to, it's to murder, to cut off all possibilities. So, um, just to decide that you are emotionally strong and, and to and to move forward and then you begin to deposit those uh, deposits in your emotional bank account or your trust account and you become trustworthy or worthy of trust yes. or worthy of that of that trust and so you know courageously speaking your truth you're stable you're authentic um, it's an internal validation rather than an external validation right. yes I was just gonna say that beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is, it's, uh, it's, it's, well, it's very humbling. How about that? Yeah, it does create. Yes. Yes. It, it, you gain humility, you know, you realize that, uh, you know, you know, nothing, you realize Mm -hmm. you know, nothing, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's in that it's the ego is all in that. I know everything kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. so when you know nothing, uh, you're open to everything. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. the, that's the beautiful thing. Yeah, having humility creates possibility. Yeah. It opens it up. It's limitless. It's, it, it just opens it up mm-hmm. to experience so much more. And it creates compassion, you know? Yes, absolutely. Humility. gain compassion. Is compassion for yourself and compassion for others. Mm-hmm. You know, you understand what it's like for people to be in the depths of despair. You understand what's to be in your own uh depths of despair yeah dark night of the soul right oof yes <laughs> fucking bitch yes oh okay now we got to put the e on for explicit <laughs> but it. it is man it is real mm-hmm. it is so real but it's uh it is and you know i just it just creates such a sense of empathy for others it creates such a it, like just self-compassion and then overall compassion mm-hmm. 
So, and then I think part of that humility too is, is that, uh, you know, it helps in the process of, uh, or the, no, I know nothing is, uh, helps with the, the letting go process, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, you know, and creating space for something new, new possibility, new habits, a new you, mm-hmm. um, whatever that one degree is for you that mm-hmm. shifts everything. Um, yeah, letting go. It's a, there's a, there's a book called mm-hmm. letting go mm-hmm. and uh we've both read that book at least once or twice it's, yeah. it's around the house it's, <laughs> it's it's a little dog-eared it's definitely a book that we go to a lot mm-hmm. it's amazing but it's letting go by david r hawkins who also wrote power versus force yeah power, which is a book in our uh fundamental books that we go to mm-hmm. on a weekly basis yeah if, which if, is another podcast if letting go <laughs> is like letting go no if um Power, power versus force is like the textbook mm-hmm. and letting go is like the workbook mm-hmm. to, yeah. to power versus force. Yeah. So, and letting go is fantastic. Yeah. So really helps you to identify, identify things and not be of it, but just know that it's there and, uh, and, uh, decide, be able to set it aside and move on, mm-hmm. separate your ego from, uh, from everything else. Well, so in the, Yes, separate your ego from everything else. And the, in order to move from rock bottom, you have to let go. Mm-hmm. Like, like that is a step. Like there, it's it's an awareness that the surrender of the ego is what's, or excuse me, by not surrendering the ego, that is what is creating the fictitious disconnection or separation. Mm-hmm. Because you're never not connected. You're mm-hmm. always connected. Mm-hmm. And the ego just wants you to think that you're disconnected. Yeah, or special and, or unique or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And so you letting go. And again, we're talking about letting go of habits, letting go of beliefs, letting go of old constructs or context that are holding you in a space that is no longer where you want to be. So it's important that letting go process is very, very important. It's all a part of the surrender and just the faith of it. And so when you let go, that's actually, you know, that is part of your moving up and like the Mm -hmm. ascension out of rock bottom Mm -hmm. because you're now lighter because you are no longer holding on to these disempowering concepts, beliefs, whatever. Thoughts, yeah. And you actually begin to ascend. Well, and that's the thing about, you know, hitting rock bottom, whether, again, whether you visualize it or you're actually actually there, is it offers context. You know, it's, uh, you can't have, you know, night without day. Mm-hmm. You True. Know, you know, full or empty. I mean, you got to have these these opposites so that you can know what it is and, and have a concept around what is, uh, what it is to be at rock bottom versus to be, you know, f- full of life and feeling the abundance of it and, uh, in gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, I mean, that, that is what law of rhythm is. Yeah. I mean, law you're, of rhythm. you're, yes. you're describing law of rhythm, Yes, you know? And so it, you think of law of rhythm is, is just like the tides. It's, it, it's high tide and low tide. Mm-hmm. It ebbs and it flows. And if you're ever curious about whether or not the law of rhythm is still working, just look at the tides. Just look at the ocean, right? Because the ocean, as long as the ocean is ebbing and flowing, then so is the law of rhythm around everything else. Yes, beautiful. And uh, and so it's a principle. It's one of the immutable laws. 
It's um, the seven immutable laws. Well, seven immutable and mutable laws, spiritual laws. So it's a, it's a principle and principles are, are timeless and universal laws that are given to us by God, source, whatever you are calling your spiritual higher power. But that is, that is the process of it. And so eventually it does come back around. It's just how long do you choose to stay mm-hmm. in rock bottom and experience rock bottom before you allow yourself to flow yeah, so you could you could picture uh, you know rock bottom as being really in in scarcity, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a scarcity mindset, and the opposite of that would be abundance, mm-hmm. you know, and, and pro- with abundance comes gratitude, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, that would be I would say I would call that kind of like the end of the journey right there, not the end of it, but you know, like the you know what what you're striving for, what you're what you're is to be in that abundance, no matter where you are and what you do, to be in that gratitude. You know, I mean, when you have, when you have gratitude for yourself and where you are, then, you know, obviously you can, um, uh, expand that to the rest of the world around you or it does on its own because everything is energy mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. So, um, the gems that, uh, yeah, you mine in your darkest moments are what gave you the depth, uh, gave you the depth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's beautiful. Well, and to be able to be in a space of gratitude even though you may not fully be out of your funk yet is definitely inspiring and it's encouraging and it's, and it's like a hand up Mm -hmm. out of the pit or the depth of despair, like you're talking about. So even though you may not be fully out of it, it's a beautiful practice to practice gratitude for the very thing that you're going through mm-hmm. uh, because it's a huge tool. It's a huge tool because ultimately what you're doing is you're taking responsibility for everything that you've created and the, the gratitude of the space and the gratitude of the, of the creation and the gratitude for the people that show up to help you fulfill your rock bottom experience. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> is, uh, is a wonderful thing. And, you know, again, it allows you to keep your power to bounce back and frankly share the story because I mean, we That's tell great. we tell the story. So we tell the story about bankruptcy. We tell the story about you know my healing journey with these precancerous cells. We tell the story about you know our breakdowns and breakthroughs around our emotional journey or our relationship as our relationship evolves. I mean, you know, we do that to tell the stories because the breakdown creates context. The breakdown creates grit. The breakdown creates rigor. And then as you're breaking through with it, you are literally more courageous, more wise, stronger, more resilient, more bold, more vivacious than you were before mm-hmm. Well, as we, a result of it. Yeah. Well, when you're in the breakdown, you know, the ego, the ego fights, you know, you think you're going to die, you know, and that that resilience comes when you realize that, Hey, I survived this. I can survive anything, mm-hmm. or I can survive the next thing, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, so awesome. What um, if you were to you know go back and think about this conversation a little bit? What were like maybe two or three key things to for you that come up for um, getting out of rock bottom? Like if you were to, two or three or four things. So well. There's, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely the, um, 
I don't see, I don't know if I necessarily, I mean, I, okay. I get that there are things that I want to experience rock bottom on. I just don't know if I necessarily believe that I have to experience rock bottom in order to experience the experience. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm toying around with it. So like, you know, you and I personally have been going through a really big evolution in our relationship over the last six months. And I do not need to experience rock bottom in order to experience like the heartache or the pressure of that. And so I feel like journaling is a really big opportunity. Uh, it's a really great exercise to go through a journaling practice mm -hmm. to put yourself in the emotion and the feeling of the rock bottom. And again, I'm air quoting here without necessarily needing to go through a separation or a divorce or a business partnership split or any of those types of things. So that's one. So journaling. And then two is the gratitude piece. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's gratitude. Like, like, you know, I just, I am so grateful. Like you took my car this weekend to, you know, get it clean and, and, and vacuumed and all of those things. And you didn't have to do that. And it was just so amazing. You're just like, Hey, I'm going to take your car to go get it clean. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for that. That is just so beautiful. Cause that was kind of not on my list <laughs> right. at all. And so just really expressing gratitude. And again, even for the clients or the relationships or the parents or whomever that you're in, you know, uh, some type of disagreement with or, or having some friction with just practice gratitude. Do, do I 10 things of gratitude about that, about that particular person mm -hmm. and you watch it shift. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go back to, um, looking at uh, yourself from some different perspectives, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the emotional, the spiritual, the physical, you know, whatever it is that uh, is coming up for you, or maybe even isn't coming up for you to, you know, to get yourself into a, you know, when you're, when you're doing the journaling is to, to maybe give yourself a little rating once a week or, mm. you know, every couple of days or so to see, kind of see where you are and, you know, and be honest with it so that you have a real true um, line of, you know, guideline of where, where you are. And mm -hmm. then you know what you want to play for, you know, mm -hmm. cause otherwise, you know, if, if you don't, it's fine that you don't, but if you don't, you're not gonna, you may not see that you've raised yourself from, you know, being at a three to being at a 10. You know, if you really want to be a 10 emotionally with your maturity and your alignment, uh, you want to recognize that. Yeah, you have to measure it. You have to measure yep. it. Yep. And, and the measurement helps again for you to recognize where you, where you were and mm -hmm. where, you, where you are. Yeah. You acknowledge know? all the things that you've done. Mm-hmm. All the all the times that you were emotionally mature, and it allows you to go, huh? Okay, cool. So if that worked, let me do that a lot more time. Totally. You know. Yes. Totally. So yeah, the gratitude, the 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 journaling, the measurements, um, and then you know, and again, uh, whether it's whether it's us or Nancy or me or the both of us or somebody else, get a coach, get somebody who 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 knows a little bit more than you do mm -hmm. or has been through a little bit more than you have, mm -hmm. you know, don't, don't seek out that, that friend that is going to be, uh, come from a, a high place of consideration, mm -hmm. you know, comes, you got, you need to find somebody who's going to be courageous with you and that will in turn allow you to be courageous with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Absolutely. Cool. What do you think, baby? 
No, I think I think that was great. I appreciate the the conversation and the flow of the conversation and I am definitely interested in hearing uh feedback from our listeners mm-hmm. and you know fielding the questions and and all of those things, you know? So give it to us if you <laughs> <laughs> if you have any questions or comments or if you want or us to expand on anything or talk more about something be, become more transparent around something uh obviously feel free to let us know so sex money real estate at gmail.com yes. instagram at sex money real estate facebook sex money real estate and um and we're here for you we're absolutely here for you mm-hmm. on the journey with you happy to help get in the trenches with you we're learning with you we're all of it we're right there with you so. yes awesome mm-hmm. peace goes out love goes out and we'll see you on the flip side yes bye for now wow what a show thank you so much for listening if you're inspired we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow our show i'm nancy jameson and i'm bill jameson and remember it's a great life (laughs) quick note about the sex money and real estate podcast we are not doctors or licensed therapists we are a joyous abundant and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.